With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Four, three, two. Hey, y'all. And this is your girl, Sonia. And welcome. Let me start over. <clears throat> hey, y'all. This is your girl, Sonia. And welcome back to She Says, She Says Sports. We will finish Women's History Month with an amazing woman today. She's actually family, so that's one of the reasons why she's so amazing. But... Um, no, just kidding. She's um, McDonald's All-American, Mississippi. Mac- what is wrong with me? Oh, my God. Hold on, Juanita. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, I'm working from home, and somebody was sending an email. Let me close this computer. Okay. <laughs> okay. One second. Okay. Sorry, Mike. All right. Hey, y'all. This is your girl, Sonia, and welcome back to She Says, She Says Sports. We will finish Women's History Month with an amazing woman today, McDonald's All-American, Mississippi Gatorade Player of the Year, two-time Parade All-American, three-time Dandy Dozen, Naismith National Player of the Year nominee, former Callaway High School and Ukraine Women's Basketball Champ, Miss Juanita Ward. Juanita, how are you doing today? Hey, how are you? I'm super <laughs> excited to be here. Thank you so much for, for having me on the show. Thank you so much. Um, Juanita and I are actually cousins by marriage. My cousin Elizabeth married her dad's brother, Connie, and I've known her since she was a child, and she is the same as she was then, gracious, sweet, and kind, just like Mama Nita. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> so before I get into that, tell me a little, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's always hard for me to talk about myself uh, because, I believe that God has placed me in a really good situation um, yes. to to be a vessel for him. Right. And, you know, I never try to downplay what uh, has happened in my life uh, through basketball and most importantly through my family uh, that, that has a strong tie with faith. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've, I've always believed that faith without works is dead. And so everything that I've tried to do, I've tried to add it to uh, faith and just stepping out in faith, believing in faith. Playing basketball was a faith-based uh, type thing. Even though I grew up in a family that was basketball-oriented, mm-hmm. it did not specifically mean that I was going to be or do the things that I would, I would have went on to do. Um, as you know, little girl from Bolton, Mississippi, um, I mean, what I think about maybe 563 people at the time in this little small town. We don't even have a street light. Uh, and so, you know, I'm, as you will, I guess, if, for lack of terms, I'm a country girl. And, yeah. you know, uh, growing up wasn't always the easiest because, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot. And um, just recently, I actually opened up and shared a part of my family's life uh, in a magazine, Christian Living Magazine, mm-hmm. and it, it really beautifully uh, gave the example and the story of a little bit of insight inside of my family. Most people never knew, and it, it actually had an opportunity to share 
why I go so hard and why I fight so hard. Um, growing up in a family where your grandmother is half white and Indian and your grandfather is black and Indian wasn't the typical ideal uh, black family, if you will. Right. And um, for us, my grandmother taught us to never look at the circumstance, but to always keep your eyes focused and pressing forward to your goal and your mark, because through this life, you're going to have various trials and tribulations. However, you have to stand strong and overcome those through faith, but most importantly, through the blood of Jesus Christ. So for me, playing basketball, was it easy? It was a lot of hard sweat, blood, and tears, a lot of sacrifices, a lot of nights of, you know, um, pushing through, a lot of sacrifices on the simple fact of, you know, not being able to have a lot of friends and not going to different parties or not hanging out. Um, It was one of those things where I learned early on what I wanted my goals to become and what I wanted to become. And I believe through basketball has taught me a tremendous uh, deal of responsibility, accountability, and most importantly, discipline. So I went on to play at um, Callaway High School. Very proud to have my jersey retired there. Um, and, you know, Coach Maxine Johnson and Coach Harriet Speech, I believe that they did an incredible job with us throughout the years that we were there. And they, they, they spoke, they instilled in us great values and great lessons, life lessons that, will, that I will cherish, and I know for sure my teammates will cherish for the rest of our lives. Um, those days were very fun. You know, in high school, I think, is one of those times where you transform into who you're going to become in college. Right. And then you start taking another transformation once you leave college. After Callaway, I went on to, um, to graduate from Syracuse University. I actually went to junior college first and won a professional champ- I mean, won a championship, I'm sorry, won a championship in college and then went on to Syracuse University uh, and had a great career there, uh, won various awards there. And after that, went to play professional basketball uh, in Bulgaria with Sadezagor, Sofia, Bulgaria, um, Ukraine, went to Germany, Switzerland. Uh, went from Ukraine, I went to Ukraine, uh, shucks, I'm trying to remember. Went to <laughs> Ukraine, then went to um, Israel, Czech Republic, yeah, uh, Russia, um, Nice, France, and had, had a really, really good career uh, in basketball. Won professional championships, uh, won MVPs, Defensive Players of the Year, and just had a really, really good career in playing basketball. And, you know, for me, I thought that basketball was going to be for a very long time. I had done an interview in Israel with one of the local reporters, and he told me, he said, well, are you going to come back next year? And I said, yeah, man, I'm coming back next year. I love playing basketball. I love here in Israel. Yes, I'll come back. I'm definitely going to come back. Mm -hmm. Not that I – not that I was trying to speak too far in advance, but I didn't really take the time under the consideration to know that God was saying, hold up, hold your horses. I got something better in store for you. Right. And 2014 is when I retired from playing basketball. Um, and I signed my contract with Jackson Prep, Jackson, Jackson Prep here in Jackson, Mississippi. And from then, I thought through basketball that the skies were the limit. And I thought that basketball was doing everything it was supposed to do. And, I mean, it, was, it had its ups, it had its downs, it had its woes. 
But most importantly, it had some really, really good memories that taught me lessons that I will cherish for the rest of my life that I'm trying to instill into every single person that I come encounter with today. And so for me, basketball has been really good. I mean, you mentioned earlier McDonald's All-American, Parade All-American, Mississippi Gatorade Player of the Year, two-time street – Two times, three times, I don't remember how many, four times time Street and Smith. <laughs> right. Um, and, and the list goes on and on and on. And yeah. so, like I said, again, I'm humbled, very, very humbled by this. Um, for my brother, Gerard Ward, and myself to be the first ever brother and sister duo from Mississippi to be McDonald's All-Americans. And um, that that was quite incredible. I mean, he was, he was Nate Smith's player of the year, and I was nominated for Naismith player, and there was only five of us, five girls in the whole country that was nominated. And so I was very happy and proud to be a part of that. Uh, most importantly, I was happy to be a part of a championship culture. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, it couldn't have been any other way, and it had to have come through discipline, accountability, responsibility. So I was, I'm very humbled by that. Absolutely. And and you mentioned, um, Gerard, and it's um, – <clears throat> What's amazing, like you, you, you mentioned the family and how you guys grew up. Now, I'm going to say this. The family, you know, it was four brothers, and all of them lived on this lane, like you said, in the country, St. Thomas, Bolton, Mississippi. And But it's amazing how, all you know, all of the brothers had all these kids. <laughs> you know, Harriet beat everybody out because she had twins, so she ended up having six. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing how it was like a birthright for you, for your friends. I mean, for your family, you already had friends as your cousins, and mm-hmm. you all grew up on this lane. You know, playing together, praising the Lord together, eating together, doing whatever. But I was going to ask you, was it when you were growing up? Was it dreams of you? You mentioned about you just kind of got into playing basketball, but was it a dream of you playing basketball, or were you just following in your footsteps? Following in um, Gerard's footsteps in some way. No, it was my dream. It was okay, it was dream. something that I wanted to do because, okay. of course, you have uh, influences. You have your brothers, uh, yeah. and you're looking up to them, and you're looking up to your cousins, and they're all playing basketball. And you know, you're saying to yourself, "Man, I could do that. I could do that." Right. You know, I, I would get up and I would see my father get up, and before we had the pavement. I would see my father get up and go outside and water the dirt down right. uh, so that we could have a, a level playing ground, and sometimes we would play on uneven pavement that was chopped up. And the crazy thing is when they did the article in the Mississippi Magazine, and, you know, the I was being interviewed, and she says, no way, you, you didn't have dirt on your floors to go out there and play, on your uh, court to go out there and play. You didn't have uneven pavement. I said, I have pictures to show. Right. <laughs> this is this is real life. Like, yeah. I really we didn't at first. It was a pavement out here, you know. Um, we actually this this actually just happened recently. It was a dirt road out here. I remember. And yeah. um, you know that's how we grew up. You know, we didn't allow anything to stop us. We didn't allow any circumstances. We didn't allow not having uh, the riches. We didn't we didn't allow not being able to have lights. We didn't allow any of those things to stop us. My father and my mother were very driven. And, yeah. and who they were and what they believed that God could do. Right. And we didn't allow those things to stop us. And it empowered us because we took what we didn't have and we made that become a part of our motivation. And it took us even further because every single time 
you know, I went out to practice. I thought about my mother and my father. Every single time I went to a practice, I thought about my mother and my father. And at the practice, it didn't matter how hard it was, I thought about this, my mother and my father putting in a huge sacrifice. And so it became this, what's your motivation? What are, what are you doing that's going to instill something into the next person? What, what's your motivation? Why do you keep going? Life is bringing us all it can. And I'm telling you, it is throwing bricks. It's throwing stones. It's throwing anything that it can throw at us. That's what life is doing. But it's about how you're willing to navigate through life, how you're willing to make a stand. I believe that sisters need to help sisters. Absolutely. I believe that if all women would link up and join together and, and put the amount of knowledge into each other, I mean, you're living in a world where this world has already been conformed and it's been confined, and it also, it also has its own description of what it should be. But when sisters join together, we're so much more powerful. I heard someone speak one time, and I heard them say, fix your crown. And while you're fixing your crown, make sure you fix the next person's crown. Absolutely. Fix the next sister's crown. Right. Because if you don't do that, you're not feeding the flock. What you're doing is you're keeping the sheep's in a barrel, and their sheep's trying to get out. <laughs> you know, um, you're, you're not feeding people. You don't want to live in this same mode of being crabs in the barrel. You want to get out of it because at the end of the day, it's 2020. And in 2020, you have to have a double vision. If you're getting knowledge, share your knowledge. If you're getting more wisdom, enlighten somebody else. That's what I try to go around doing. And I have the great opportunity of doing it every single day in a sport called basketball, right. which is, it's just, it's, it's given me so much joy. I'm telling you, it's given me so much joy because I meet so many different people from all over the world. And I have a lot of people to look at me and say, man, you got it going on. You got everything together. And I'm telling them, you don't understand the sacrifice that I had to go to to get to where I am now. Absolutely. You don't understand, you don't understand the, the pruning that I had to go to to get to where I am now. You don't understand the, the late nights crying and, and praying and, you know, asking God to renew my mind, renew my strength, give me a new heart. You don't understand what I've had to go through to get to where I am now. Everything has not been peaches and cream, and it still isn't peaches and cream. So it just, I just so happened to walk into the change that I have made. I so happened to walk into the divine purpose that God is, is you know, calling me into. Right. You know, and, you know, there's this thing that I remember. It's a scripture in the Bible that I remember, you know, my mother and my father saying all the time, my mother's a guru uh, in the word for sure. And I remember her saying all the time, there's a pa passage in, uh, in Timothy that says, study to show yourself approved, a workman needed not to be ashamed, rightfully divided the word of truth. That's the same way we do in school, right? You have to yes, study to uh, pass the test. That's right. There you go. And so that's what I take with me in life. <clears throat> I study. I study my Bible. I understand the word. I understand where I need to go. I, I, I read books. One thing I do know is that the sisters in the Bible, they help each other. That's and right. they help the rest of the world. <laughs> they did. Thank God for them. Right. <laughs> that is true. That is, and, and speaking of helping, um, speaking of helping sisters, after you left Jackson Prep, you landed your first collegiate coaching role with JSU Lady Tigers this past yes, year. Yes, yes. And the Lady Tigers had a stellar season. Juanita, 16-2 in conference play, 19-10 overall, and the first time since 07 
the women's basketball team won the SWAC regular season championship. Congratulations again on that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That was not a um, easy thing. That was a collective collective thing. Oh, I, oh, I I'll know. I'll tell you, Coach <laughs> Reed is phenomenal. She, I call her the guru of uh, of basketball. She's like the Phil Jackson here. Oh, yeah. Um, you wow. know, the knowledge that she has is incredible. And I'm so honored to you know, be an assistant coach under her because, you know, this year she received Coach of the Year. And the amount of knowledge and the amount of love and care that she instills into the girls every single day, it's, it's, it's you can't even put it into words. It's something that you have to be around to understand. Um, right. You know, she loves the girls, teaches them about life. And, you know, the thing that I always admired about Coach Reed was she's never done learning and she all, mm-hmm. always wants to grow, and she's always teaching us, her staff, how to grow, you know, That's how true. to link on and how to, how to navigate through different uh, situations. And, and it trickles down because once the head understands what to do, it trickles down to everybody else that's under the umbrella. So I'm so grateful. I, I, guess I, I talk to God all the time, and I, I'm always in thankful mode, and I'm always saying Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity because I know that it was by the grace of God that this opportunity was presented to me, and I'm so humbled. And, and you know what's amazing? <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of people may not know this, but she actually tried to recruit you when she was assistant coach at Jackson State when you were in high school mm-hmm. to come to Jackson State, but we know your path, you went another path. However, when she became the coach there, she sought you out again. And when I say you guys have made – a match made in heaven as a coaching duo. It's it's been an honor to see it and to just see the Lady Tigers on top. And I really, I hate you know things happen due to the coronavirus and the tournament was um, canceled. Mm-hmm. I actually was going to cover that that weekend, cover the tournament that weekend. And so, has the SWAC office said anything about rescheduling the tournament, or is it just a done deal? Or do you know? As of right now, everyone is on a standstill. Okay. Um, and so the girls are home uh, finishing their work. And mm-hmm. the NCAA has, um, as coaches, us, we're on a dead period. And so okay. right now what we're doing is, you know, we're just we're, we're talking amongst each other and, um, you know, uh, reminiscing. <laughs> we're <Yeah>. doing <laughs> a lot of reminiscing. We're, we're watching a lot of film. Um, just, just going back and watching us, you know, and just living out the, the wowzers of, you know, this season. I mean, it was incredible, it was an incredible, incredible. ride. Yeah. It, it just, like, every game, it felt like you were driven to something else. Like, let's keep going, let's keep going. Like, what's next, you know? Crazy. What's the it next was, game? It was, it was crazy. You know, I feel like it should be in some type of documentary. Like, I feel like somebody mm. should, like, have videotaped this whole season and, made it into a big documentary like this, like this whole thing to go on like ESPN documentary, the coronavirus uh, effects. <laughs> right. Or, <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, like what's that. going, what happens after, you know, what happened during, you know how they have like this 30 for 30? Yeah. Right? That would we be should really do some good. type of thing. I yes. I agree with that, Juanita. We need and, to and that. I, For sure. Right. And so you could like have everyone to talk about, you know, what happened to them and, you know, you know, how did it make them feel? And uh, because it, it's real. Like, I don't yeah. think that this one would be, you know, uh, stage dramatics. I think this would be real, authentic, 
dramatic because let me tell you, we were in that locker room and we had to tell the girls, um, you know, that we weren't going to play. And, and that's what uh, I was it hurt. how did that affect them? That's what I was going to ask. It hurt. It hurt. Oh, wow. It hurt. I mean, nobody was was uh, was clear in their eyes. I mean, you you wow. you saw the tears falling from everybody. Coach Reed, you know, all of us, all the coaches, all the players. It hurt, uh, and, and it hurts a little bit more because I think about you know I think about our seniors. I think about yeah. how they're. They they put so much into what they wanted to accomplish, and you know you get to your last year, and, and it's not just us. I'm thinking about all seniors across you know right. the the world seriously because you put so much into your senior season. We just had senior night. Nobody could have predicted nobody that this was going to be the outcome of senior night or senior you know season. Like nobody could have predicted that. And how many on the team? I'm sorry to cut you off. How many? Yeah. How many? So we had three seniors that were that were playing out there with us. Okay. And um, it just it it couldn't have been it could not have been predicted. I I don't think that anybody could have written this script. No. And um, they were so teary eyed. You know, they were upset, confused, um, asking questions. Why this? Why that? And you know, for the first time. Nobody had answers, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I can tell you this: being a um, being a player, every single time I looked at my coach, I wanted my coach to give me the right answer. Mm-hmm. It's like being a child. You look right. at your father and your mother, and you and you ask them a question, and you're looking at them to give you the answer. Right. That's it kind of took me back to that. It took me back to. Like we're the coaches, these young players. I mean, and you, sh- the memory will—it's not going to ever leave my head how they were looking. I mean, heads were down, and they were looking up at us, like, "Please, like, why? Tell us it's not true." Yeah, that memory will not—it's never going to leave my head because I could see the desperation and them wanting an answer. Wow. And as an adult, when you cannot give an answer to a child that's needing us a, a answer to a solution. It's hard. It's it's hard, um, and so that 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 won't ever leave. I think that I think um, I think that that memory will be with us for the rest of our lives. But it will strengthen us, yeah. and it will have us to grow from it. Um, because there's a lesson in all of this. Prepare yourself while you can, mm-hmm. because you never know what's going to happen. That's true. So that's a that's a lesson in this that we can all learn. And <clears throat> I'm telling you, it does make me a little it does make me a little sad, you know, uh, in that perspective me. because yeah. you want it so bad for your seniors. Um, but you know, life does go on, and joy does come, and what you've put in, something good will come out. Your hard work will always pay off. Absolutely. I really do hope, um, like you said, I know you guys are on a standstill right now, but I hope something has worked out maybe this summer. I don't know. I mean, that's what I've been hoping because I was also devastated. That was my first um, SWAC tourney that I would have been covering, and it was I was devastated. I, <laughs> I waited till the, the 11th hour to cancel everything because I'm like, this cannot be happening. But um, 
I'm very, very, everybody, we're all proud. I'm, you know, I went to Jackson State, so I'm a B. I love for life. So we're very, very proud of you guys. You guys did an amazing job, and it's just, you know, the the coaching, the discipline, the team was, I mean, it was just, it was amazing to see. It really, really was. So, thank wow. you so much. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Anita, I mean, shoot, you kind of answered all my questions that I <laughs> but But family and faith, and I, you know, is the very important part and intricate part of your life. And... Mm-hmm. You kind of mentioned how it has played a role in your basketball career. How, I mean, how has it played in your personal life as well? It's pretty much kind of the same, I'm assuming. Yes. You know, everywhere I go, I try to, obviously, everybody knows that I'm a Christian. I mean, there's no shame in my game about that. Mine and <laughs> I just believe that uh, everywhere you go, um, in the Bible, it says, everywhere your foot treads shall be yours. And I take that as a, everywhere I go, I'm going to share the word of God and I'm going to share the knowledge that I have because I know who's leading me. Jeremiah 29:11 says that for God knows the plans that he has for you, plans of good, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And so if I can take that with me everywhere I go, giving hope, you know, shedding the light, we're the vessel and God is just using us. I mean, I've been in Israel, I've been in Czech Republic, I've been in Nice, France, I've been in Germany, I've been in Russia, I've been in Ukraine. I mean, the list goes on and on, right? And the the thing about it is, when I was over there, if they didn't know who Jesus was, I was sending in a way they knew. You know, if they didn't know (laughs) Jesus, I was like, Jesus, Jesus. (laughs) You know, I would do the praying hands. You know, I would I would point up at the at the sky. You know, um, I remember in in Santa Zagora, I walked down because I was about to leave, and I didn't know what to do with the stuff that I had bought there. And I'm just gonna tell you very transparently, I was about to throw the stuff away. I was at the dumpster because I couldn't take all of this stuff back home, and I was at the dumpster, and mm-hmm. I was literally. I had bags and bags of clothes that I couldn't take back on the plane. You, you know, you can only have a certain weight limit. Right. And so I'm there about to throw this stuff away because I didn't know where to go and take it. And miraculously, there's a woman that's pushing a carton. And she's, she, I mean, she, her shoe has holes in them. Uh, her shoes have holes in them. Her clothes are hold, has holes in them. And you could tell that they were too big and they're kind of falling off. And she was an older lady and she was bent over and she was pushing this buggy and walking by. And, you know, I don't know her. She don't know me. We're both at a standstill because, you know, my guard's up like, okay, well, who's this lady? I'm in a foreign country. If I say something to her, right. somebody going to come, you know, what they going to, like, everything is kind of running through my mind. And I immediately, I started praying. I was like, God, please let me just be able to minister to her and just talk to her and give her something. And so boldly, I went over to her and I said, uh, hello. She had no clue what I was talking about. I mean, she just stared, she's staring at me. I'm staring at her after I said hello, thinking that she was going to say, hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? It wasn't like that. <laughs> so we're just, we're there looking at each other. And so immediately I was like, well, I went to my bag and I just started giving her these bags. I opened the bag. I took the clothes out and I gave it to her. I opened up the shoe bag. I took the shoes out and I gave it to her. And her eyes popped super big. And now I'm thinking, oh, my God, this lady's about to fall out because now she's rocking back and forth. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's about to fall flat out on the ground. Wow. What in the world just happened? And so she takes the shoes. She puts the shoes on. Clearly they're big, but she put them on, and they, she started walking around. 
takes the clothes, she's holding them up in the air, and now she's, like, dancing around. And I'm like, oh, my. And now I'm looking around like, please, Lord, don't let anybody come get me. I can't call my mama. I can't call my dad. I can't call nobody. You know, we on Skype phones, Internet phones, and I'm out, outside, so my Wi-Fi not picking up. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about all of this. And so uh, she grabs the clothes, and all of a sudden, you know, like I said, you know, she, she, had, she had a smell to her as well. Mm-hmm. And most people would not have even stood there to even have a conversation with her because you knew that she was homeless. Right. And, you know, a lot of things would have been going through people's minds. She reaches out and grabs me and hugs me, and I'm like, okay. And then she looks at me, and she says, mercy, 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 mercy. Oh. And she points up at the air. She puts her hands together, you know, the praying hands, and she said, mercy, mercy. And she's kneeling over and bending over, and she's going, mercy, 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 mercy. And and so I'm thinking, okay, mercy, I know what grace and mercy is, so I'm thinking, okay, that must mean thank you, thank you, thank you. Right. And so I said mercy back. I was like, mercy, 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 and I'm pointing up at the sky. She's pointing up at the sky, and so we're there for like five minutes literally going, mercy, mercy. I'm like, mercy, mercy. She's like, mercy, mercy. I'm like, mercy, mercy. <laughs> so we're going back and forth with this, and um, it, it was the most gratifying feeling, you know. I guess I made a friend. I don't know who she is today. Um, I you think that the it was specifically – there you go. I think it was an angel came by, and I happened to be at the right spot at the right time to yeah. deliver something. And so I think because of that small blessing, God has continued to bless me even more. Amen. I agree. I agree, Juanita. So, Juanita, what is next for you? What What is next for Juanita Ward? Well, you know, I'm excited about, um, you know, Jackson State. You know, we're yeah. doing an excellent job. You know, uh, you know, our girls are, are, you know, super excited about what the future uh, is looking like. And so we're really just, you know, trying to stay focused and um, maintain a good, sound mind. Um, I'm excited. You know, I love, I love what I'm doing at Jackson State. I remember yeah. the golden days, and I remember us. Jackson State back in the day being a solid, solid um, foundation of who we are and what Jackson, Mississippi is all about. And yeah. so I'm super excited about it. And, um, you know, if we can get back to the golden days, what yeah. we're doing, you know, I think what Coach Reed has done in the past two years is, is awesome. I think that she has uh, done a tremendous job changing the program around and so now that we are, we're back here and the excitement is here, um, we're, we're moving forward. And so I'm trying to just continue to help that role, help that, help that go, you know. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited about what God has in store for us. I'm excited about where, where our players are going um, and the way and the direction of the program. It, it's incredible. It is. Thank you so much. This is, it has been such a pleasure to speak with you today. <clears throat> and who would have thought? We would be doing this today, years later. I'm interviewing you. <laughs> I mean, but I guess those dreams and visions God gave us long ago, they knew. So it's, it's been a blessing to, um, to talk to you today. Please let our listeners know how they can reach you on social media. Yes, yeah, so it's uh, on Instagram. It's jward3232. Um, on, let's see, that's jward3232. 
Now, hold on. Can I can I go and look this up? Because no, no, you're fine. I'm not familiar you're myself. Fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to get another thing. Um. So let me see. It's uh, yes, Instagram is jward3232, and um, that's actually no, that's my personal page. I can give them my jward the encourager page. Okay. So it's J dot Ward the Encourager. So it's J dot W A R D T H E E C O U R A G E R. J Ward the Encourager. Also, that's Instagram. Also on Facebook, it's um, Juanita Ward. J U A N I T A W A R D. You can just type that in on Facebook. And on mm-hmm. Twitter, it's, uh, let's see, there's, there's two, either j.ward space the encourager, and I'm, I'm believing that that's at j, capital J, capital E, N-O-U-R-A-G-E-R, that's capital J, capital E, N C O U R A G E R. Okay. And the other one is at Hoopa H O O P A fifteen thirty two. At Hoopa fifteen. Okay, Hoopa fifteen. So that's okay. Capital H O O P A one five three two. Okay. And you can reach me, um, She Says She Says Sports on Facebook. She Says She Says Sports 23 on Instagram. And, well, I, I guess that's our show for today. Thank you so much again, Juanita. I really appreciate you um, speaking with me. And I'm a, I, I need to talk to you about something about for a later date. But um, until next time, this is Sonya with She Says She Says Sports, and I'll see you on the radio. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.